Welcome to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. I'm Josh Elledge, founder and CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. We turn entrepreneurs into media celebrities, grow their authority, and help them build partnerships with top influencers. We believe that every person has a unique message that can positively impact the world. Stick around to the end of the show, where I'll reveal how you can be our next guest on one of the fastest growing daily inspiration podcasts on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. And with us right now, we've got Anna Choi. Anna, you are the CEO of Conscious Business Coaching. You are found on the web at AnnaSunChoi.com. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. So, um, you know, if I'm looking at your website, you refer to yourself as a business energy coach for conscious entrepreneurs and business leaders. Uh, and and I know you have a very, very great, you have, a, you have an incredible origin story of like how you got to this position. Would you mind sharing that with us? Absolutely. So I was a broke art major with zero connections and experience and had my first business as a financial planner of all things. And within a couple years, was grossing six figures at, by 25, um, but was completely burned out. And so I actually, I fell like on a chair one day from exhaustion. And I was like, oh my goodness, I'm burned out in my early twenties. How's this gonna work? This is not sustainable. So that became the impetus and uh, search to really find something where you can make lots of money and not get burned out. Then fast forward, I ended up selling that business to another advisor after five years and um, became a stay-at-home mom. So then I was there starting my family. I was on sabbatical, figuring out what made my heart happy and, you know, published a children's book and traveled the world and was super happy. But because we were on one income and at this point, a couple years in, I wasn't working. Uh, we were on food stamps. So uh, we were broke. <laughs> yeah. And I realized, okay, you need both. So we pivoted. I, after two years in, I was like, I am done being a stay-at-home mom. I want to go back and work. My husband quit his full-time job. So he became a stay dad. And at that point, I was a sole breadwinner with a house, a spouse, and a kid to support. And so I did uh, my second business, which was event consulting, and eventually landed in the tech industry with very nice uh, retainers and so forth. But again, we were running the equivalent of like four weddings at the same time on different timelines all the time, nonstop. So I got burned out again <laughs> in my mm -hmm. early 30s. So uh, finally, I made, you know, my son finally went to, to kindergarten and I was like, okay, husband, you got to get a job, <laughs> which helped things. And then I finally started my passion business, I would say, which is conscious business coaching. And so for the last three and a half years, um, we've, we've scaled and grown that. We were 67,000 in debt and on food stamps uh, to now being debt free and like maxing out retirements. And I grew six figures last year, but took nine weeks off. So um it's all, yeah, possible to, to really create. Yeah. You well, want. you don't get to that level without helping a lot of people. And so obviously bring a lot of value. And, and, you know, one of the things I really want to chat with you about is, you know, this concept of energy. And I think that we've all felt maybe especially this year, because, you know, I think for us, like I, you know, my family, we've always had summer vacations where we go up, we go to Michigan, we go to, you know, my family's up there. Uh, you know, we end up going all over the Midwest or we fly out somewhere. We did none of that this summer. So 
Right. You know, right. if I'm being pretty transparent, like I'm missing that. Like I can feel that I had no vacation. <laughs> and so totally. I love what I do, but there's still, I think, a side of us that absolutely needs that recharge. Can you share a little bit about that concept of recharging and, and giving ourselves breaks and, and that sort of thing? Yes, absolutely. I just did a TEDx talk on this yesterday. <laughs> I'm ah. discovering, discovering peace and chaos. So really, uh, before the pandemic even hit, right, it was, uh, there was so much noise and not everybody has the budget or the interest or the ability to go to like a silent meditation retreat or a vacation abroad to get that recharge. And so what if, and then you have to come back home anyway, right? And then it's kind of jarring uh, to go back into the rigmarole. So how do you create moments, like micro moments of peace day to day? And if you think of peace as not a destination, it's a habit, then creating and cultivating those habits day to day can maintain that recharge throughout your regular, you know, working days. Yeah. Um, well, so right now, Anna, so if I'm feeling a little bit of exhausted, how can I get my mojo back? Like, I feel like I'm doing all right, generally, but I'm still kind of like, I don't know, some mornings I'm like, okay, time to make the donuts again, right? And so how do we reset? Yes. So mo most any, any sort of high performance, right? You're going to have some sort of routine or ritual. So I'm curious to ask you, like, do you have a morning ritual that you do normally? Is that still being maintained in the new situation that we find ourselves in? Well, what, what goes into a morning ritual? You, you tell me and I'll tell you if I'm doing it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, so here, let, let me share this. Um, during the summer, you know, so now my two boys are in high school. And so they're now having to wake up at 7 a.m. Now during the summer, uh, <laughs> I was kind of rolling out of bed, you know, 8, 8.30, 9 o'clock sometimes. And then, you know, bam, I'm right into it, you know, with my meetings usually start at 10. And so now I didn't really wasn't giving myself enough time. So even though I didn't necessarily want to, like now I'm back up at 7 a.m. every morning and I just have much more time. So, you know, for me, you know, the biggest thing is, you know, I definitely take my doggy for a walk around the block. Usually my wife is, you know, we do that together. We chat, um, you know, um, now, you know, that I have more time, I, I shift my exercise to, you know, if it's on the Peloton or, you know, out doing something else, like I do that in the morning now. And again, I wasn't really excited about saying, okay, I'm going to wake up and start doing, wake up earlier and start doing this. You know what? Um, it just, it, that act alone has been super, super helpful. Um, now, Granted, we're only talking three days as of when we're recording this, but we'll, so ask me in a few weeks and I'll let you know if I've kept with it. I suspect I will. <laughs> Excellent. You're speaking, you're hitting it head on. So the number one thing that I often work with people on is uh, sleep because what time you go to bed is going to determine how robustly you naturally wake up, right? So uh, when I yeah. talk about morning rituals, it's, you're going to be more enrolled in doing whatever that is that refuels you. So what the critical component in a morning ritual is that you are nourishing. It's something that nourishes your soul. So sometimes working out can feel like a drudgery or doing a certain, whatever you're going to do. It, it's got to be something that you're like looking forward to that makes you go ah, and grounds you for the whole day. 
And so morning ritual can be as short as even a minute or five minutes. Ideally it's, I mean, I take, I like to take up to an hour, 30 minutes is like my minimum. Two hours is like a lot and delicious. An hour is, is long-term, very, very sustainable. Um, but 30 minutes can, can do it as a, as a minimum. So mm -hmm. what that looks like is you can create, uh, uh, I give myself little five day challenges, seven day challenges. Um, so I did like 21 days of 20 minutes of meditation. And then after that, I switched up to like a sleeping tiger posture, which is a Korean based martial arts yoga move where you're on your back, kind of look like a cockroach, but you, uh, I listen to really inspiring, you know, tapes and things as I'm in that position. So I, I switch it up. Sometimes I'm doing 103 like bows, but whatever I'm doing, uh, that's the anchor. That's the thing I can do every day. And there's a big difference when you're doing consecutive consecutively or else you start over <laughs> the count, <laughs> uh, or just, uh, versus ragtag, do whatever. We all know what that feels like. It doesn't feel good and you don't feel productive, but when you can commit, just notice the difference of how grounded you can feel. Yeah. Um, so in, on your website, you talk about um, identifying energy drains. What are energy drains? Yes. So it's going to be different for each person, but you want to look both on the outside and the inside. So well, I love this question. I just ask what drains you? And typically people answer. <laughs> the first thing they always say is like their partner or spouse. <laughs> <laughs> That seems to be very common, whether it's a business partner or a personal partner, but not in a bad way. It's just like, you know, there's conflicts sometimes, especially with us more working remote together. You know, it's just a different situation. Um, but it doesn't have to be. It can be uh, sometimes just, you know, I had a client that with the news, it was just she wanted to be up to date. But my goodness, it was just completely draining and triggering and yeah. reacting so it could be some outside things, but also also could be inside because people are are um, dealing with more than they have to with layoffs or deaths or whatever. So a uh, life circumstance can be something that then drains you, and you're you want to grieve or you want to just be angry or whatever, but you don't have space to do it, so we just stuff it down and keep moving. If you're able to uh, allow that, right, then you can be on a better path for peace from that energy. So so if it is something like family drama or if you feel like, or maybe it's health or you're out of a job and, and you, you know, you can't immediately change that circumstance. What do you do? Yes. So the first thing is really to accept that it's happening. It's not, it's more than not just being in denial, but embrace, embrace it, embrace whatever that energy drain is, whatever that negative thing is, and then allow it. So we have this really great exercise. Um, watch in my uh, TEDx talk, we actually go through it, but it's, uh, you just notice the actual sensation in your body. You have to name and identify what's that unwanted emotion that you might have or pain in your body as a result of this circumstance. And then when you tune into your body and figure out, okay, what's the color, the shape, the texture, the movement, it's really interesting what people say. They'll be like, oh, it's a dark blue churning ball, or it's a spiky red thing in my throat. And then you think about a, another part of your body that feels really great. And typically it's like warm and tingly and golden and you meditate on that. And this all takes, you know, just a couple minutes as I'm explaining it. Then you go back to that same feeling and often it'll dissipate. Like that red spiky thing is now like a, a liquid yellow pink or you know, it just, or it sometimes disappears or that churning ball settles. 
So again, that's all just one example of a way you can not just embrace the chaos, but allow it, allow whatever drain or, or circumstance is happening. And then once you can do that, you have a choice to then listen within. And like I said, you can do, you know, moving meditations or different exercises, but then uh, when you listen within to your own inner advisors, you'll get the answer of what action to take next or not to take. Yeah. Um, and so what is your, I'm curious, Anna, your opinion on, you know, I know a lot of people, you know, they have, obviously they've, they've got their morning coffee that they need, uh, or maybe they're slamming energy drinks, maybe they're using supplements, um, or then maybe after work, they're like, okay, now I need to decompress. So then they go for their, you know, their evening wine. What's, what's your opinion of all of these other things that we can use? So do you mean like, if you're in that situation, what are ways that you can then create more energy for yourself? Well, right. And so if the goal is, uh, you know, either on either side, right. So it'd be the, you know, trying to get wound up energetically and yep. so you know, slamming lots of caffeine, uh, yep. and then after work, maybe it's the decompress and like, Oh, oh right. I need to leave that all behind. And so, you know, now, you know, folks might be reaching for, um, you know, alcohol, wine, whatever to yep. decompress, um, and to try to wind down. So I guess I don't want to say, you know, cause it sounds bad, but like you were managing our energy chemically, I've got no judgment on it, but I'm curious your perspective on this. Yes. So personally, uh, I don't drink any caffeine. And if I, if I go to bed on time, I pop up at 6am and there's nothing like that feeling. And so I am very careful what I put in my body. I, I said, hesitate sharing that only because I know a lot of people may not be able to do that right now. <laughs> I want to be able to offer them ways to yeah. do that. But when I, I just want to say in that state, people always say, gosh, you have such good energy and it's all natural. Like I haven't, I don't, I haven't drunk coffee in like 20 years. Like I don't have, like I, I sometimes, I, everything I do is decaf if I do tea maybe, but um, wow. I've never had to use an alarm clock. Like, I don't want to say never. I totally get off track. I'm not perfect at all. And if I go to bed on time, that's my big one. Cause if I open my laptop, I might work super late. Right. But if I go to bed on time, then imagine just like a kid again, bursting out of bed because <laughs> you're just ready to tackle your day. There's no wind up and then therefore no wind down. Cause when you do get on those, the chemicals to manage it, then Again, it's kind of double the work because it gives you the quick fix, but long-term you have the crash at the end of the day. And then now you're training your body a particular way. If you can master sleep, going to the bathroom, maintaining your gut health, like some basic things, you will naturally be so alive anyway and be grounded. So anyway, that's what's possible when you start to wean yourself off. So if you are in a pretty heavy, I had a client that was you know, especially during tax, it, she wasn't, she was a, an agent, insurance agent that during open enrollment period, it was like tax season for a CPA, you know, just nonstop 24 mm-hmm. seven craziness. And, and did that whole rigmarole you were just talking about the coffee and then the wine at the end of the day started over. And so with her, she just needed, there was no known break during that three month period, like at all. So we first thing is designed either one day or trip, family trip that she hadn't taken vacation in a while. We got that in the calendar first 
which gave her the reward of knowing when it would end <laughs> and that yeah. she'd be able to relax. And then we also worked backwards to integrate what refueled her, not like literally as a drink, but uh, with actions. And so for her, it was, she created a fitness walking club. She went, she loves to thrift shop and she started all these fun things that allowed her to naturally unwind and decompress. And in her last open enrollment period, she even had a competitor think she was out of business and be like, why are you like in a choir right now? How is that possible to have that much time? Yeah. And she was like, my business coach. But anyway, so it's, it, 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 you just can create little habits and respites that allow you to replenish ongoingly. Yeah. Um, Anna, can you share maybe some of your favorite tips for sleep? Uh, I know, I, look, I'll be very frank. When I lay down, uh, it's almost always going to be about an hour before I actually fall asleep. Um, I tr- even, I won't say this is always the case, but, but very typically, um, I'll be using my iPad for a while. Um, but I've had those cases where I lay down and man, my brain is still going, 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 going. And, you know, it's I've, I've kind of, you know, and it's, it's been that way as long as I can remember. I remember in high school, you know, laying in bed for like just two hours, two and a half hours. And just like, just staring at the ceiling, like, I wonder when I'm going to fall asleep. And then, you know, just it's uh, as a consequence, then, you know, it's really, difficult waking up in the morning. This isn't always the case, um, but I'm curious what you would advise um, for someone that has kind of that monkey brain that's going going crazy when they lay down. Absolutely. So there's so many things. So I'll just highlight a few key things. Yeah. So number one, I would ask, do you have blue lights installed on all your devices that when sunset right. sets, right, the blue light stops? Oh, that matters. Yes. Okay. So that's just an easy step one. Step two is looking at your last two hours of the day before you typically go to bed. Are you eating on a screen? And if you're doing any of those two things, you can delay your bedtime by another hour or two hours. I mean, it's just like inevitable because it takes that much time for the brain to to just settle down and process, generally speaking. So again, this is not uh, prescriptive for everyone. You got to find your own rhythm. But in general, um, from personal direct experience of testing this out and with clients, like that's if you're eat a lot of people eat late. So then what happens is all the blood is going into your uh, gut to digest. And then there's like a critical period between 10 and two when your your body's working on your liver and other parts of your body. And so if it's busy, like, because you gave it extra work by just feeding it food, right? It has to work on digesting now and it can't work on the immunity Mm -hmm. and all the other things it would normally do when you're sleeping. So if you're giving it more work right before bed, right, that's going to also delay or impact, I should say, um, how well you're able to give your body time to do its deep sleep recuperation, repair, body repair. Um, I do want to say disclaimer, I'm not a doctor. I I don't have the scientific peer-reviewed independent study to pull out regarding this. I just do what works. Um, (laughs) But anyway, so, uh, so the first, this, that's the second thing is to make sure you don't eat like a little tiny snacks, okay, but I'm talking like a meal or uh, get on the screen where it's triggering you, whether it's Facebook or news or emails, 
which can be hard, right? Because two hours is a lot. So if you can't do two hours, try one hour. Can't do one hour, at least half an hour, right? Something that will allow your brain to transition. And the third thing is then the actual exercise. So there's three exercises I recommend. Um, I can't really demonstrate to you on it on the floor, but one's called toe tapping. So you do rollbacks where you're just on a fetal position and you just roll backward and you massage your spine and then do that like 10 times. And then you can do toe tapping. So this, if you just lay flat down on the ground and then with your toes, you go like this. And with your heels in, you tap your big toes to your little toes. And you move not just your feet, but your whole leg. And when you do that, all that hot energy monkey mind goes down to your core, into your legs. And it, I'm serious, it, it'll burn. You'll be like, oh my gosh, my legs are getting so tired, so hot. That's a good sign because that means your, your head will cool down and calm down. So yeah. mostly in Western culture, we have uh, hot heads and cold guts yeah. that make it hard to go to the bathroom. Yeah. And in Eastern culture, right, like these are philosophies, you flip it. So it's water up, calm, cool bind, fire down into the belly. So that toe tapping helps that. And the last thing is sleeping tiger, where now you can accumulate the energy on your back with your hands up and your legs at a 90 degree position with your feet up. You can just mm -hmm. imagine with each breath, yeah. energy coming in and out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so if you do that series so, just for so, like 10 minutes, that'll help. Yeah. Kids. So you could do that. Um, it, it, correct me if I'm wrong. So you could just, um, so I've done that where, you know, you just kind of scoot up to the wall and put your legs up the wall. Is that what you're referring no, to? You want to, I know I can't really show you. <laughs> no, <laughs> so right? you want, just get, get on your, on your get, website. I'm sure you demo this somewhere. Yeah. You can get on your back and then, yeah. And then you can, um, you, you just lift both your legs up. So they're like this and that that's your back. So this is your back and then your legs are like that. Shape, oh, like a okay. So shape. just, so it's just like you're you're sitting on a chair that's fallen over. <laughs> yes. Yes. Okay. For our audio listeners, you're laying on your back, sitting in a chair that's tipped over. Now you're just laying there <laughs> on your back, and you flex your feet up, like uh -huh. antennas, and you and then you put your arms up like this. So you look like a like a dead cockroach or something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know, All like right. that. Well, this is great, Anna. Uh, thank you so much. Um, so when, when folks go to your website, and again, that's annasunchoy.com, where would you recommend they kind of get started? Uh, there's a, a re media resources page or link at the top mm -hmm. that they can go to. Um, the, the best thing, though, is, it, I mean, if you know you want to just learn more about your energy drains and where you are and where you want to go, um, yeah. on, right on the front, you just click, there's a button that says, apply and you can book a time for consults and um and then from there we can it's comped i give this only if you're interested because you've got to be willing right but there's a you book a time there's a survey and then we just have a conversation and by the end of it you can see where you've been where you're going and what are the best next action steps to get there well you have a youtube channel with a ton of videos on here too uh I do. So that's lots of energy resources. energy tv um which you've got linked up uh, when you click on resources and media, looks like you demo a lot of what we've been talking about. Uh, so you can continue there. Uh, well, this is fantastic. Again, Anna Sanchoy, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. 
Now, if you've got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. Now, if you do that, tag us with the hashtag UpMyInfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. Now, what do you win? Well, we're going to promote you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans, totally free. Now, can you also hook us up? Now, in your podcast player right now, please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. We promise to read it all and take action. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 minutes a day. Now, my name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Now, thanks for listening, and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.